0: Isaiah 42 verse 16 I will lead the blind on their journey By paths unknown I will guide them I will turn darkness into light before them And make crooked ways straight These things I do for them And I will not forsake them Welcome back to my podcast My name is Joe Munderu And today we are going to talk about How to understand the will of God And how to accept will of God to understand the will of God we need the Holy Spirit remember the last podcast we were talking about how do we know the will of God and one way was to invoke the powerful anointing of the Holy Spirit to know the will of God and to understand the will of God we also need the Holy Spirit We read in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him a spirit of wisdom and of understanding, a spirit of counsel and of strength, a spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. So, the gifts of the Holy Spirit will help us to understand the will of god the gift of the holy spirit are wisdom understanding counsel fortitude knowledge piety, and fear of the lord so let's look at um, the examples from the bible how to really understand the will of god based on some stories on the bible they're not stories that something happened so sometimes we read the Bible as a storybook. This actually, things that happened, it's just that we see it's the Bible, it can happen to us, but it can actually happen to us as well, and does happen to us. So we go to the life of David. We know very well before David was chosen a king, he was um shepherd his father used to send him to the field to look after sheep and tend the flock. And if you read the Bible, you'll see how he was appointed by God. As I was speaking to you the other day, before we were formed in our mother's womb and before we were conceived, God knew us and he appointed us. So David, even before he was formed in his mother's womb even before his mother knew that he would exist god had already appointed him to be a king you know that so samuel was sent to bethlehem by god and god sent him to jesse david's father to visit there and to anoint david and we know when he got there, and David uh, Jesse was told to present his sons. David was not among them; he was out in the field. And when he came, Samuel, when he came, he told Jesse to present the young men that he had, the sons. And we read Samuel, First Samuel, Chapter Sixteen verse from let's start from where from 6 so as they came now the sons of Jesse Samuel he looked at Eliab and thought surely the Lord's anointed is here before him but the Lord said to Samuel do not judge from his appearance or from his lofty stature because i have rejected him not as man sees does god see because man sees the appearance but the lord looks into the heart you see samuel already had thought that the first son to be presented is god eliab is god anointed one and that's the son that he was going to anoint because he judged with appearance how many times do we judge by looking at people how many times do we judge thinking that this is the anointed one or this is perfect for this job or anything we judge so much by looking at others and we forget that god does not only look at our appearances, he looks at our hearts. And as the sons continued being presented, then Jesse called Abinadab, presented him before Samuel, who said the Lord has not chosen him. Next he called Shamar, he said no, not that one. And he called all the seven sons before Samuel. But Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen any any one of these. Then Samuel asked Jesse, Are these all the sons you have? Jesse replied, There is still a, the, the youngest who is tending the sheep. Samuel said to Jesse, send, him, send for him. We will not begin the sacrificial banquet until he arrives here. So Jesse sent in, had the young man brought to them. Well, to the shock, he was ruddy, a youth, handsome to behold, and making a splendid appearance. So, he was ruddy, but a bonus, he was handsome. So, no one would have thought that God would choose David to be a king. So, Samuel, the Lord said to Samuel there, anoint him for This is he. Well, I bet Samuel was shocked because he did not understand the will of God. If Samuel was not guided by the power of the Holy Spirit, he would have chosen the first one. But God told him, no, not that one. So Samuel, with the horn of oil in hand, anointed anointed him in the midst of his brothers and from that day on the spirit of the Lord rushed upon David so the spirit of the Lord rushed upon David if you were David in his shoes maybe to understand the will of God David used to go every day every day, going to the field to tend the sheep and if it was you and I you would be thinking why am I going to turn my father's sheep where others get to do other better job because they, they are you see as their appearances they are strong and here you are already you feel so rejected you see most of the time you feel so rejected and just like David God has a plan and a purpose for you even if you're in a family where you're not noticed even if you're in a family where you're rejected and feel where was i born if david would have given up that time tending to the sheep, god was preparing him he may not have understood the will of god then because what he was doing did not make sense he was tending the flock because God was training him how to be the king of the Israelites. And you see how God trained David. When you read on, David killed Goliath with just a stone. This is what David was training all that time in the field, in that boredom maybe he was just throwing stones and practicing he did not even know what he was doing but he was just doing for the sake of it maybe he was bored so he practiced a skill to throw the stone how do you aim at a giant and you kill him using one stone because he was practicing the same way how to understand god's will What are you doing right now that does not make sense to you? Maybe God will use that in the future for that big calling, that big purpose he has for you. It may not make sense right now. It may not make sense. You just feel like, why me? Why do I have to be this miserable? Why this? Why that? But to understand the will of God is what we are doing right now. What are you doing right now that is not making sense to you? Perfection God is perfecting you to do something else. You may not understand it. I myself I don't understand. It's just like Joseph we read in Genesis his story how he was sold by his brother to Egypt, and at that moment Joseph was so broken. How do I get betrayed by my own brothers? And they're selling me heartlessly. They just got rid of him and he went to Egypt. We know the story. It was not like he went to a better place. He was thrown in the jail because he was accused falsely. And David. No, Joseph, I bet he was so broken. Like, oh God, why are you doing this to me? Sometimes the will of God does not make sense. It does not make sense. And sometimes it's so painful. You have to go through something very painful. But then you may not understand it, but you have to go through it because God is with you. Then and that time, we read in Psalm psalm chapter 30 is it 34 37 yes psalm chapter let's check i don't want to misguide you psalm chapter 37 verse no psalms chapter 34 verse 18 the lord is so close to the brokenhearted. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, saves those whose spirit is crushed. At that point, their spirit was crushed. Joseph's spirit must be so crushed. How do you get betrayed by your own brothers? How many how many of you right now feel so rejected by this world? You feel like you don't have any purpose. You don't have anything to do in this world. And depression has taken the best of you. And you're just feeling, Lord, just take me. Take me. Just come for me. But Lord in that moment is telling you, He's so close to the brokenhearted. It's in the m- most painful moment that the Lord is working. It may not make sense. Like, why, God, do I have to go through faith for you to fulfill your purpose for me? I myself... I don't understand why do we have to go through some painful situations and then God uses these situations for his glory it's for his glory at the end of the day it is for the for his glory for his glory sorry you see in the life of the Israelites when they were in Egypt they were so broken they were tormented you see they went all of them Joseph God used him in Egypt to be a governor of Egypt. And he saved his people from the famine. And all of them, they went down to Egypt. And then again, in Egypt, they started, they became slaves. Then Moses, you know the story of Moses. God used Moses to bring them out of Egypt and we remember when they left Egypt of course they were so happy and when they come now there's the Red Sea like God really you brought us this far to die here and then Moses is telling them Exodus chapter 14 verse 13 to 14 but Moses answered the people fear not Stand your ground and you will see the victory the Lord will win for you today. These Egyptians whom you see today, you will never see again. The Lord himself will fight for you. You have only to keep still. Tell me, if you were in their place, you'd be like, Moses, are you crazy? They are coming. They have chariots. And you're telling us, fear not. We're already fearing when someone, especially... When you tell someone not to fear, they fear. When you tell someone don't cry, it's that time they start crying. And then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? God is asking Moses, why are you crying out to me? I have given you everything that you need. You have just to act. Tell the Israelites to go forward. And you lift up your staff. And with your hand outstretched over the sea, split the sea in two, that the Israelite may pass through it on dry land. To understand the will of God, um, as I'm telling you, it's not something that you can sit down and understand the way you went to school and you were taught by your teacher how to read, how to write, how to understand Swahili, English, math. No. That's not the same logic that God uses. God uses what we have right now. Moses at that point, he had a staff. God told him, use what you have. David at that point, he used what he had. The throwing of the stone, he used what he had. What do you have in your hand right now? What do you have? It may be not much. Maybe you have a rosary. Fight with it it's your weapon you may not have much on your hand but god is asking you what do you have god has given you talents gifts of the holy spirit he has given you something for sure what do you have on your hand use that to understand the will of god you don't have to go to a class and be taught by someone this is how to understand the will of god no the will of god most of the time as i told you it does not make sense so you have to use what you have right now not waiting for tomorrow to acquire it god is using you right now he's perfecting you what he has given you already just as david the shepherd just as joseph and moses he's using you right now it's just that we do not see we just want to be told this is god's will do it You just feel like you need someone to come and tell you. This is God's will. But God's will, he will take you through it. God will take you through it. It's a journey. It's a journey. And the journey he started with you even before he created you. Even before you were formed in your mother's womb. The journey already started. God has a plan for each and every one of us and this plan he perfects it every day what you need to do right now is what you need to do right now if you are to turn turn the ship do it what you are doing right now is what God wants you to do if you look in the life of the disciples Jesus called the disciples and they just responded and followed. They followed blindly, I would say. Well, if it was for me and Jesus comes and tells me, Follow me, I would ask him questions. Where am I following you to? What are we going to do? And and then, after everything, I'll be like, Uh huh, Allahu, what next? I'm. If you are like me, an overthinker, I just want to know, what are we doing? Yes, you told me we are doing this. What is next? I just want to know tomorrow, the next day. It's like I want to plan the whole week. Today I'm doing this. Tomorrow I need to do this. The next day I need to do this. And well, Jesus didn't have to deal with me then. But he's dealing with me right now. So as I was telling you, the call of the disciples Jesus was just walking and most of the disciples were fishermen so you can tell he was walking by the sea and then he saw Simon who is called Peter and his brother Andrew casting a net into the sea they were fishermen he said to them come after me and I will make you fishers of men at once they left their nets and followed him and most of the disciples were just called follow me they followed do you think the disciples knew what they were after as they were following jesus probably they were thinking now when they realized now jesus is the king of the kings they knew now hmm, romans we are going to overthrow their romans and they were so excited like now this kingdom we are part of this kingdom. But they do not really understand the will of God. They were just following. And each and every time Jesus was teaching them. And preparing them for a greater purpose. For a calling after the crucifixion and everything. Especially when now they came to know. Huh, we have been following the wrong person because when jesus was betrayed in the garden of gethsemane they ran away they ran away because it was like our king is now being enslaved how we thought this is the king of the kings and we are preparing for like a war what's happening they were not ready and that's why jesus did not tell them everything at once like you know what yes i'm the son of the lord yes i have come here to be crucified on the cross they wouldn't have understood do you want to tell me if jesus called simon peter and his brother andrew and he told me and and tell them you know what i am jesus i am the messiah I am here to save your life. And this is how I'm going to save you. By dying on the cross. I'll be crucified and I will die. And after three days, I'll resurrect. It will be like, let's continue being fishermen. (laughs) Because um, I don't think that plan is going to work. Jesus did, did not tell the, the disciples that everything at once, that I'm going to be killed, I'm going to suffer this kind of death. He did not tell them. Because if he told them, they wouldn't have understood that the will of God is to be fulfilled through the cross. He just taught them, worked with them, teaching them, giving them parables and preparing them. He used to prepare them day by day. But most of us, we get prepared by God, but still we do not understand because I believe God has a bigger plan for each and every one of us. It's just that we cannot see it right now because we are being formed, we are being prepared, God is giving us, He's teaching us god is teaching us in ways that we do not understand it's just that we do not understand And the will of god we cannot understand the will of god at once we need to continue learning it's a process it's a journey and you see after the death of the of our lord jesus christ they were terrified they were terrified they were like now he's gone all my life I wasted all my life for him to get killed and yet he used to speak to them that he would die but he did not speak to them directly he used to teach them about what is to come but they did not, they did not grasp it and at some point we know that Simon Peter and other disciples they went back to their old way of life because now Jesus is dead what else let's go back to our life the same thing we feel like i don't i don't understand the will of god so we go back to where god brought us out of we go back there because we don't understand yes he has called me to do this but he's not telling me what to do god is calling us but he's not telling us what to do he has been telling us what to do In the moment, right now... What do you have as I asked you? What do you have? You have a talent. You have the gift. You have something. You are not empty. What do you have? Just look into yourself. What do I have? Use that. Use that. God has given you something. And most... You see... um, If you are having like a birthday... Yes, I I celebrated my birthday like how many days ago? Seven days ago. If someone gives your birthday gift and you don't open it, it will be there for the rest of its life. So you need to open. What do you have in you? That's how you, you start to understand the will of God because God has given you something. Trust me, God has given you something. Each and every one of us, God has given us a gift and something to do. You just need to open it and use it. And as you use that, as David used to tend the flock, God entrusted him more and more and more because he was teaching him. And he anointed him with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will come to you and will guide you. We know that after the resurrection now, God, Jesus, the ascension of Jesus, he promised after nine days. That he would send the Holy Spirit. The promise of the Holy Spirit. And they waited. They did not wait just like. They were like "Ah, now we are waiting for the Holy Spirit. Ah, Let's chat. Mm -hmm. Let's have a party. No. They waited in prayers. So as you are waiting to understand the will of God. As you are continuing to understand the will of God. You need to have a prayer life. A prayer life daily. Thanking God. Talking to your God. And waiting for that Holy Spirit. And we all have Holy Spirit through the baptism. Confirmation. If you are a Catholic. And if you are even a Protestant. You are baptized. You receive the Holy Spirit. And they waited through prayer. They were all devoted themselves with one accord to pray together they prayed through the powerful intercession of blessed virgin mother Mary we will talk about mother Mary some other time but mother Mary is so involved in our lives so the coming of the Holy Spirit is when now when the Holy Spirit came they started in Acts chapter 2 verse from 4 and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them to proclaim. So the Holy Spirit enabled them now to pro- proclaim the, the good news, the gospel. They were not in fear anymore. And Peter's first speech at the, after the Pentecost, he preached. Fisher, the fisherman now preached by the help of the Holy Spirit. And those who accepted the message of bapt- to be baptized, they were about 3,000 persons. That day, in one day, the Holy Spirit came and changed everything. Those who ran away, now, now they are filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, do you really understand that the will of God, you have to submit yourself daily to the will of God? Because when you look at the lives of David and Joseph and Moses and the disciples, also even the the life of Mother Mary, he accepted how to accept the will of God. He just said yes. The disciples were called by Jesus. They said yes. They did not argue. I would argue the whole day asking Jesus, where are you taking me? Where are we going? What do I need to pack? do I need the whole suitcase, what do I need, because we plan so much, that we forget, that God has already planned for us, we like planning a lot, and forgot, we have forgotten that Jesus, our Lord Jesus, has a plan for us, all we need is to follow him, but who wants to follow, without knowing, well for myself, I'm like, Jesus, can we take a break, and just tell me where we are going. What do you need me to do? And maybe Jesus is like, keep up. Walk faster. I'm like, no, I'm tired. Tell me where we are going and what I need to do. The will of God we cannot understand because he's preparing us to do something that we do not know. All we need is to, to trust and to have faith. Have faith in me not in me in jesus (laughs) he spoke to his disciples and he told his disciples have faith you see even the disciples were struggling to keep up with the with the lord most of the time he when he was walking on water they were terrified and simon the brave jumped off the boat and was like yes I can walk on the water and he walked until he got terrified he started sinking because his faith was so little your faith and my faith is little and that's why God cannot reveal himself fully to us do you have faith to do what God has called you to do that blind faith like Even what you're going through right now. Do you have faith that God will go through it? That God will take you through it and you'll come out victorious? Most of the time, we want the results. We don't want to go through the hardship. We want the results. Yep. But we need faith. We need faith. And to accept the will of God, just say yes. Mother Mary submitted to that will of god by saying yes she had a choice to say no god will not do your will but you see god had already chosen mother mary even before she was born even before she was conceived god had already chosen her and not you or me he chose mother mary and placed that calling into mother mary's heart and god prepared mother mary because mother mary spent most of her life in the temple serving god so god had prepared mother mary that that day that the angel gabriel comes to mother mary mother mary will have the grace to say behold the handmaid of the lord may it be done to me according to thy word and this is what we need god has already chosen us god has already put a calling and a purpose in our hearts so what do we need to do? to accept the will of God to understand the will of God we cannot fully understand the will of God we need the Holy Spirit the Spirit of the Lord will give him wisdom, the knowledge and skill to rule his people he will know the Lord's will and have reverence for him he will know the will of God through the powerful anointing of the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit will teach you everything you need to know that's it for today let's see let's read hebrews chapter 11 verse one faith is faith is the realization of what is hoped for and evidence of things not seen have faith let's have faith well myself i'm telling you to have faith it's not like my faith is rooted to the ground I struggle myself. I do ask myself, am I doing the will of God? God, am I doing your will? It's not like I understand the will of God myself. I do not understand the will of God. All we need is to trust and have faith. Do what you have to do right now. Today, not tomorrow. Live for today. Thank you so much for joining me again.